Like we took the AC off and closed the door. But I closed the door in the building. Yes. Sauna. Let's I'll open, open the, the building door. Yeah. Thank you, Sam. Thank you. The door's open now, so we in the building. <laughs> like, yes. Someone can come. Now we're actually in the building. We are definitely in the building. Alright, what's up, what's up, guys? This is Chris Belmont. Hey guys, this is Traveler Sam. And we are the Artist Development Podcast, sponsored by Jirock and Productions, where we go from ideas, ideas to, to reality. reality. We in the building. And we are in the building. Yes, we're we are. <laughs> Not a building, but the, the building. The building, the building. There's a lot of like slang stuff that we say. We? That it's a vibe though. It's, it's a vibe. vibe. It's a vibe. <laughs> we it's definitely a vibe. have catchphrases. You know who's who has that? Um, uh, there's an artist that we that we just signed. His name is uh, Zaire, right? He has his whole song is just slang. Like it's just slang. Is he in the building? Uh, nah, nah. He's, he he <laughs> probably is not currently. No, just to let you guys know. No, he's yeah. in another building. Somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like he, he he shoved in so much slang into like one song. It's amazing. It's crazy. Uh, but yeah, facts. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I actually remember when hot, like, yo, that's hot. Even though nobody says that anymore, I but see, like, I like I remember when that actually became. What happened to the, the bomb? Remember? That was the bomb. When yeah. that was the bomb? On my bus. My bus? Yeah, that's oh, like no, before that's your time. Way before that's my before time. I take the train. Instead of my bad. <laughs> like white people adopted oh, my, my bad. Like my bad became like a thing. Like my bad. Like it was crazy. Like in the early nineties we were saying that. But you said um, my bus. We turned it into my bus because you stopped saying it. Because white people started saying my bad. No, they don't ruin everything, as our resident white intern says. Right? Let's let's get that clear. They don't ruin everything. They just White people them. appreciate culture. No, you have to watch The Office to realize what they do. They, this is what the white they like adopt things, you know. Intern number one knows what is what is we're what recycling. Office? Yeah, The Office. So Dwight said, <laughs> and this is not me saying it, guys. I'm just saying Dwight said it from The Office. He said that they have to, white people just have to take black culture. Oh, have to take something, make the black people start doing it, so the white people can copy them, then make the black people stop doing it, and that's how it becomes possible. Yo, I did Yo, not say what it. Madness. I missed that. I can't even follow that. That, but it's it's literally <laughs> have take the, the black, black people, people and to start take the black doing culture something. and they take the white culture. Yeah, have the white black people start doing something. The white people are gonna follow them. Then tell the black people to stop doing it, and then that's how you make money. I was like, what? True. No, I, don't know. I was like, that's something to think about though. That's like, so messed up, bro. That's a whole nother topic, man. Mm-hmm. We we yeah. I think the whole spectrum of, of white honestly comes about when Eminem comes about. It's so sad. Yeah. The whole album came out and everything. I white feel like rappers. We just, we just, it's a prime for white rappers now. Yeah, she MGK. set it up really well. I like I saw her face as she was setting up that. Why that you segue. guys keep on exposing me? Like, isn't a whole it's thing crazy, for a though. podcast for it to naturally be set up? It was naturally set up though. <laughs> and then actually, y'all make it obvious. It's like, a compliment. Cause yeah, I like the way you kind of over. like made that nice whole segue. thing go. Right? <laughs> Anyway, but before we get into it, yeah, so everybody, you, you guys probably know when you hear this, hopefully when you do hear it, you guys already heard the Eminem Project, yeah, uh, Kamikaze. Um, you know, I think it was a great name for the project because he definitely, he definitely just kind of put his punching gloves on and was just like, yo, just something yeah. to fight the industry. Yeah, his, his punching gloves. Yeah, his, 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 his. his, 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 his. his 
So, um, and now, now we got all these white rappers beefing. It just created like this yeah, it's a whole mosh thing. pit of white rappers. A like, mosh pit of white rappers. <laughs> if that's three white rappers that we actually have. Yeah. <laughs> the ones it. that we actually know about. Yo, it is. Yo, Macklemore yo, gets in on this. Macklemore. It's over. Stop. It's over. It's over. <laughs> yo, that's hilarious. <laughs> Legitimate named them MGK. M- why did I name him first? Yeah, I, I know them, so maybe why did I name MGK first? That's why. Okay. Yeah, you're doing the thing that I do. Study last G Easy, relevant white rappers right now. G Easy, MGK, Eminem. Who else? Now Post Malone. Post Malone. Oh, he's, yeah. Is he a rapper? Is he a rapper? Yeah, he's. Yeah. I mean, he's dope. But yeah. is he a rapper? Yeah. I thought he was like more singer. I mean, singer. I mean, if you can, if he's not a rapper, then Drake's not a rapper. Oh, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Drake raps a lot more than Post Malone does. Okay. He's a vibe. Everything's a vibe. Like, like when you say something's a vibe, the vibe is in the building. (laughs) Like, like, yo, that Nissan is a vibe, yo. You can't ever say no. You can't because it is. Because vibe is so personal. Like, it's like when you say that's a vibe. Like, what I'm saying, no, it's not a vibe. Well, certain things aren't a vibe. I don't think. What's not a vibe? Hmm. Oh, I want to hear this. those shorts are not a vibe. <laughs> Why is it not a vibe? Why does it's a vibe have to be not good? A vibe, like it's just not a vibe. But that shirt is a vibe. Okay, first of all, nobody can this see. This outfit is a vibe. Nobody can see what you're talking Your about. I'm wearing a baseball a jersey. Vibe. He's wearing a Blue Jays but baseball jersey. But it's a fire jersey. Blue Jays baseball with, jersey with just with like I woke up like this shorts. Shorts. You get what I'm saying? The shirt is a vibe. The shorts are <laughs> Close not a vibe. Close enough. Y'all, y'all are bad, bro. Y'all bring out the worst in me, man. I mean, y'all are horrible. I mean, if it was in there already, mm-hmm. we might have. <laughs> oh, my God. So, this, y'all killing this whole rundown right now. But <laughs> it don't even matter what we listening to. It doesn't matter what shout out. Because that's what we listening it's to. It's all about Eminem right now. All right. So, Kamikaze. Kamikaze. Right. Everybody. So I'm not starting. Uh-oh. So, it, so, you guys are just tuning in. If you guys are just tuning in to this uh, podcast, we are Artist Development Podcast. Yeah. Our focus is all about the artists, the up-and-coming artists, the artists that is just starting out, and also the seasoned artists that are looking for tools from a recording studio production engineering standpoint professionals like ourselves that have been doing this for a long time we view culture we view music in a different way we're not consumers we're actually contributors and it'd be cool that we did a podcast and you guys hear our point of view because we look at music totally differently um so this is not the breakfast club yes we're honest because we have nothing to lose imagine (laughs) that's funny because we can (laughs) yeah and uh, yeah yeah right we we can we We can yeah and sometimes it's cool to get a little insider perspective as to how the creators view um, culture, culture, you know, and specifically urban culture, rap culture, hip hop, R&B, yeah. you know, bass heavy music. That's what we like. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, if you guys want to check us out at Jairockin on Instagram, Jairockin.com, J-A-H-R-O-C-K-N.com. Check out our website. So let's jump right into this topic right now. So um, Eminem. Uh, released a project. This is more like the news. We're going to derive this. We're going to derive our topic off of this whole Eminem thing that just happened. Yeah. So so let's let's go back. Eminem's project that he dropped out, Intro Number One. Like, what was the name of that project that he dropped? You hate so much. Revival. Revival. Disgusted you saying. Revival. Revival. So <laughs> we're going to focus this because it sucks. It sucks. <laughs> revival Revival was was a pretty, pretty bad pretty, project. Pretty bad. It was a pretty bad project. <laughs> Yeah. So here's the thing about revival. Revival, <laughs> revival is, in my opinion, is an example of an artist trying to stretch their wings but not doing it in a graceful or in in, in a very graceful way. So like examples of artists that have transitioned really well, Jay Z, yeah. even taking it further back, LL Cool J. LL Cool J had like a 
20 something year run he's still transitioning I mean he, he's doing like different stuff but I'm yeah, talking about like music just wise. music wise like LL Cool J um Snoop you know what I'm saying um you know people like that you know I said Jay-Z already even Kanye Kanye's getting to that space now where he's a vet vet like he's been for a minute um and they've transitioned like Kanye went from backpacker um hip-hop to like this really esoteric avant-garde kind of like spacey forward music right yeah. um these are examples of artists that's transitioned well and from the studio perspective it's very cool to see right sam like you know we get a lot of artists that are very unsure about what they want to do about how they will be received and it's interesting to see like the veteran artists that achieves a whole lot of success that still try and actually successfully achieve those goals as far as changing their culture and the 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 um the output around them you know so but eminem has not done that well he hasn't done that well in my opinion so he put out um revival and he put out songs on the project with singers and uh what's that song with the, the, the um he put out song with beyonce that's Ed one Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Can I just say one thing? Yeah, go ahead. Um, no, you can, you're going to say a lot of things. The craziest part about this is that that was the song, River by uh, and Ed Sheeran, <laughs> is the song I thought I was going to hate the most. That is literally the only song I listened to out of that whole album. Really? It's the Ed Sheeran song. song. Only song. And I actually had the privilege of being here with you when yeah. you heard the song for the first time. I remember it that. It also has, the problem is, it also has probably one of the worst lines I've ever heard in the history of lines. <laughs> Actually, just S word on my last chick because she has what my ex lacks. <laughs> that's 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 fire. I don't care because she has what my ex lacks. That's that's like a dad joke. <laughs> I don't gotta but talk about. I don't gotta talk about nothing I know, else. Album's trash just because of that. I love it. I love so that. That's your favorite song on the project. Yeah, but it has the worst line ever. Ever. On. In the history. I like that line. Again? So his actually just S word on my last chick because she has what my ex lacks. X lacks makes you S word. Oh, that's why I said S word. I'm like, what's S word? Yeah, of course you don't know what S word is. This guy. This guy over here. Uh oh. Mr. Beep. Yeah. Inside joke. Yeah, I know, right? Intern Beep. We're going to start calling him Intern Beep. Yeah. Potty mouth intern over here, yo. Um. So, yeah. So, for those of you who don't know, intern number one is a huge Eminem fan. He. You know, if you guys paid attention to our Instagram, you know that we showcased him last week. He had a song that he put out the week before. He let us hear it for the Thank first you. time. He recorded it the next week. Song's fire. fire. It was actually a beat produced by myself, uh, intern number four, and uh, intern number one as well. And he killed it. Great job. And Thank you very much. You're welcome very much. And you are a huge Eminem fan. You started rapping because of Eminem. Eminem shows my favorite album. There you go. So to show Eminem, it's not like he's not a fan. It's he's a huge actual, fan. actual a fan just critiquing. We're not so, talking S-word. What do you think about <laughs> Kamikaze? What do you think about Kamikaze? Kamikaze, when I say this, Revival is horrendous. Kamikaze is 10 miles above Revival in, in every single way. Mm -hmm. um, because pretty much Revival is a skippable album. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kamikaze is an album that has a lot of skippable songs, but when, automatically, I like four songs on Kamikaze a lot, and then the rest are just bad. But like, I don't like any songs on Revival except for the one with Ed Sheeran. It's funny how that works out. But um, the thing is, I, don't know, I feel like I'm gonna talk for a while. Go ahead. 
Um, the I first thing back, so go ahead. <laughs> yeah, go <laughs> the, f- the first thing with Eminem that's really bugging me right now about <coughs> this uh, era's Eminem or this stage of Eminem's career, mm-hmm. his flow, and there's not there's no other rapper that I can describe like this. Mm-hmm. His flow annoys me. Eminem. His flow and at, at times mm-hmm. because it's this st- staccato cookie monster nonsense that just he just does it on every song, and it's mm-hmm. like when you look at it on paper. When you look at it on paper, it sounds like it should be fire, mm-hmm. but the way he's saying it, it's just, it's so inaccessible. It's like, I, I grip the mic and then I do this and I do, what is he doing? He did it with every song. He's interesting. Eminem is very interesting because he's a, he's a, like, we could do a podcast just, I mean, we kind of are doing a podcast about Eminem. Like, his flow, so Eminem has never actually ever changed his flow. Like, when you really think about it, the only thing, here's the thing about Eminem. The only thing that's ever changed about Eminem is the beats. His flow actually never changed. Like Cadence changed the beats. His flow has never changed. Like really think about it. My name is Oops. My name is like when you think about Slim Shade, it's still staccato. It's a very staccato, but it it was on Dre beats, which worked perfectly because Dre beats are very. It's his Dre beats are very staccato. There's 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 nothing really about a Dre beat that hits a triplet. One, two. Think about um um the G Funk era. Think about um uh when uh what's the record with him um Snoop and um Tupac? Y'all don't remember. Silence, silence. Whoa, okay. Wait, wait, wait. Nah, having a brain fart. I know it. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, what was it say again? Same again. Um, it was uh Dr. Dre, Ice Cube, and I'm um, sorry, not Tupac. Dr. Dre, Ice Cube, and Snoop. Song? Yeah, yeah. Y'all are killing me. Y'all are killing me. And I'm the oldest in here. I should know this. I literally just listened to it the other day. Anyway, but Dr. Dre's style is very staccato. It's very staccato. So it worked really well with 50. It worked well with Eminem. It worked well with that whole generation. And that was the era too. Like of hip-hop. it was okay. But here's the thing. That era's done. It's done. So Eminem has been struggling. Of, in a way because think about it the last few projects his the singles carry the projects Love the Way You Lie what project was that on? Recovery right? Um, what's the other single that he had on the um, Call of Duty game? Um, oh uh, Marshall Mads W2 Survival Exactly yeah. so the singles carried his few albums after the whole Dre era yeah. and Shady Aftermath type thing the singles were carrying him not the projects the yeah. singles but in my opinion, Kamikaze was the first time we got Eminem like back, like as far as like him just snapping on on records and showing you like, yo, I can still rap. But the thing is, is that my issue with recovery was that he was trying to do that on trap beats, and it just wasn't Revival, working. You mean? Revival, sorry, Revival. Yeah, he was trying to like he had a couple beats that just didn't fit his flow, mm-hmm. and the staccato flow isn't really in right now. But we respect him because. He's Eminem. Anybody coming up trying to do that, we'd be like, you whack. But Mm -hmm. it's Eminem, so it's just like, yo, we know you're good at what you do. The same thing we say about Nas. When you listen to the Nas project that just came out, it's the same thing. Nas is not trying to change for nobody. He still has that same East Coast one, two, three flow. Boom, bat flow, which kind of is coming back around, which is so weird to me. Again, but I don't know. Like That's my opinion. I mean, y'all talk about the project. I mean, you didn't really like it that much in turn number four. I heard Oops, it. I heard it like two days ago. I never heard revival. 
but I heard Good for you. Yeah, I heard it was trash. That's just random anyone's opinion. And Eminem said it himself in the album. Which like, I do commend, but it doesn't said, change the fact that it was trash. Yeah, he said, he said, he was like, oh, the revival was basically an L for him. So I'm going to take Eminem's word for it and say that that well, album I don't think is trash. he thought it was trash. I think it was an L because of what everybody said it was. But I don't think he thinks anything he does is trash. So that's another opinion. Well, I think he does, but he know. doesn't like it when people say it. Because yeah, if you, I listened to the project a couple times. Joe, Joe Budden, said it he rocks with Joe Budden. Like him and Joe Budden go way back, and he called the trash, and then Eminem is dissing. He Joe dissing Budden. him. I he's think. Tiny. So, are you kidding me? He's, like, honestly, he's doing the whole Nikki, the Nikki syndrome. You're a sore winner. Like, yeah. relax, bro. Just live in your era. For me, the thing is, I was, I'm a fan of Eminem. But I'm, I don't think he's like the greatest rapper ever, to be honest. I feel like he's, I feel like he's, he's great for his fans, and I feel like this album is needed for his fan group, and he needed. He's it. still here. Yeah, but I'm saying he need, he needs it. I always, honestly, I respect Eminem for what he is, but he's the rapper that people who don't listen to hip hop likes. I just said that. I said a lot of Eminem fans are, are fans that aren't embracing the hip hop culture. Who don't listen to hip hop? All everyone who be like Eminem is the best rapper ever. Because they're who's they're, their favorite music? I Parkway would, Drive. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you get what I'm saying? Dance, Gavin, Dance. Mm-hmm. Um, Sleeping with Sirens. Mm-hmm. You're not telling me nothing. He's the greatest rapper ever. I don't care because you're not listening to. Anything. Why are you looking at me, bro? Why are you keep you waiting for me to and respond? I, and I know it. Because one of my best, one of my closest friends, she, one of my closest friends, she praises Eminem. Like she thought this was the album of the year. Her favorite, like she listens to bands. I'll live, I'll show her hip hop, and she'll be like, oh yeah, this is cool. Well, what do you, what do you mean? Well, like, here's, a, here's the thing. Let's 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 talk about the elephant in the room. Here's the elephant in the room. I mean, this is this is people. music, and but it's also life. Remember, we had the whole podcast about art creates life, creates life, creates art, creates life. Creates. Art reflects our culture, and in our culture, hip hop is a very african-american hispanic new york based art form it can't this is where it came from new york city right when a white person somebody asian somebody indian comes into it or any other race outside of what we i just named caribbean black american black hispanic like from the very beginning it's been that so anybody else coming into it is gonna bring in a unique fan base no matter what and when you have a white rapper, you're going to bring in the white audience. Now, there's always been fans of hip-hop from the get-go, and they've been white. That's be honest with you, when That's rap racist, went commercial... I'm talking about other races, too. No, 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 no. I'm, no, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm, no, I'm just keeping white. it... I'm keeping 100. Like, my I'm just saying... My is actually Jamaican. No, but still... Eminem is but, God. But my, my point is, is that he's white. So, because, just we call a spade a spade. Because he's white, he's going to bring in a different demographic. Yeah, but that's it's in the one beginning, thing. though. It's no, it's literally the... now to this day, the only people who think Eminem is God, like God, God, are people who don't listen to hip hop on the regular. And I don't agree with that. I still feel like I, I think I maybe think it's the, my generation. If you're a hip hop fan, Eminem has to be in your top 10. But in my, it has to be your top 10. Yeah, of course, because you can you respect him for who he is. But yeah. I don't he's not the great. The thing is, I think for my generation, because we grew up, we and which we is post millennial. Yeah, which is um, I'm 20, I'm 23. So mm-hmm. we grew up on Paramore in high school, all that other stuff. Why do you think we're all sad now? That's my generation, Juice World, all that stuff. Honestly, we're all the same age. Yeah, but here's but, a, here's a thing though. That saying, it's a little diluted because your generation also is exposed to way more than than somebody even in my generation, which is 
which is the first and I'm saying that, and I'm saying that because but the people in my generation the only people who think that Eminem is God are the people who don't listen to hip hop like that and that's just my generation I don't say only I think I'm just saying that's my generation he you naturally brings in fans that are not hip hop fans because yeah, but of the way he but looks but they still don't even listen to hip hop trust me like I, I got friends that live in like I got a friend that lives in Ohio right he's a farmer literally like he's a farmer no legit first of all he's he looks like he man he's diesel He's a farmer. He listens to only country music and soft rock. And Eminem is the only Eminem and NF are the two rappers you he likes. Just said what I just said. No, but I'm no, no, but I'm. <laughs> like, that's why I'm yes. saying I think we're not disagreeing. But I'm no, no. The only thing we are disagreeing yeah. about is that hip hop fans also respect Eminem. Yeah, we do. I, I hip hop fans, agree with that, but it's not a even just level, respect. Hip hop fans call him one of the greatest rappers he ever. He is, but I don't say he's God. You got what the difference is? That's what I'm God. saying. Those people be like, I agree with that. I'm nobody's saying, nobody's God. <laughs> no, but I'm but I'm saying like the people who are like, who well, listen to Eminem. And oh yeah, Eminem, so the people are like, like, oh my God, Eminem yeah. is the greatest. But they're thing not ever. rap fans. But those are the people who would hype up the album okay. and be like, this is fuego. While us hip hop artists would be like, you can't listen to their opinion. That's cool. They're the people. I mean, respect their opinion yeah, but, but but, but you if you I'm don't saying? like i can't comment on basketball if i don't watch basketball if you just watch steph curry i don't like i don't rock with you that's how i feel when it comes they're to the, the, the like, people that love eminem and don't the people that love eminem and don't like anybody else are the people that when they hear like my grandma when she hears little pump bumping in someone's car they're like oh rap has to go back to when people told the story not yeah. just like you ever money. listen to rap yeah, <laughs> yeah like, like right like what are you talking about because honestly i don't that's know that's so true that's so true. Yeah, like it's funny. Um, yeah, it's funny. The same farmer guy that I told you about, he has the same the comment. same thing. Because you know, like we play 2K together, and so when he hears, like, yeah, we do. I love him. He's, he, I love him. Trump supporter too. I love him. Um, <laughs> That's nah, he's my guy. That's my guy. Yo, you should see. Yo, my friends on 2K. Yo, my friends on 2K, yo, are like really, really different people. Yo. How'd you meet like, him? Different. You don't play in 2K. <laughs> There's a whole nother, All right, we're not gonna get. It's into a whole nother world. There's anyway, world. but he's 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 a great guy. <laughs> he, he, he trade workout stuff. He's, he's like a bodybuilder. Anyway, no. but um, I broke his controller last night. It's funny. Anyway, <laughs> shout, shout out to Inflicted, huh? Shout out to Tech Gamer Tag. <laughs> Gamer Tag Inflicted. Inflicted mind is his name. Skulls on his background. Anyway, um, he's crazy. I love him though. But uh, he's um. He uh, he's a huge Eminem fan, um, but he doesn't listen to hip hop. He doesn't like hip hop. He always talks about these mumble rappers as like, like I hate it. Like I remember you know Eminem destroyed. And then he himself. randomly yeah. name drops some old school joint. I'm like, yeah, dude, you, you didn't even like it that when I was out. Yeah, like right? you just you just he name drop it just to prove your point. Probably, yeah. Like name dropping some random old school rapper. Anyway, um, but that was funny. And I think your point is valid about like people, but that's in every genre. Like any type of artist that is like crossed. The mainstream line and is has been on a level like an Eminem. They're gonna have those little fans from other like backgrounds and other uh, parts of music that are just gonna love him just because of who he is. Some yeah. of them like him just because he's white. Yeah, and that's some of them fine, like him because he raps a certain way and they don't like this yeah, other I'm style of rap. That's fine. Like for me, I like Kyle because he's dorky, not because he's the best rapper. Yeah. Do you ever, still so. like Kyle though? I think he's cool. Like the you, thing you is, like I'm him not, less though. I like him. I do like him a little bit less, but I like because he's mainstream. Not it's not even that. For me, it's just like his music just doesn't feel the same. Yeah. Like it's not about even being mainstream and everyone knowing him because his concerts are still fire. Like if I went to his concerts, mm -hmm. I would go to all his shows. Like it's still fire. I still support him. And I, I don't think he's gonna make. He's gonna be a mega artist. I but the thing is, I don't think it's for him to be a mega mega artist. But I feel like he 
He's talented he's enough to span out, to span out, and everything else because he can act, he can sing, he could, he could direct. I'm sure he could do stuff. So I don't think make he's a real artist, artist. You get what I'm saying? Like that's why I appreciate him. But for Eminem, it's just like he's trying to be commercial though. That's who? what it feels like. Who Kyle? Yeah. Yeah, that's what. It, that's why I'm just like, eh. But I still support because like I was and, there from before. And let me explain to our audience what I mean when I say he's trying to be commercial. Is that a lot of artists, they organically develop a fan base because they're specifically themselves and people connect with that. Once they start getting away from that message, then when it they starts start to feel... It a gimmick? Yeah, it like, starts to be oh. inauthentic. It starts like, yeah. hey, let's just buy this swag for $1.99. Now it feels like, eh, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel natural. It doesn't feel as natural. When I hear a record, I want to feel like that just came right out of your mouth and right out of your thoughts and right out of your experience and you're just like putting it on a song you know who i feel that had a good album like that and it's funny though because i i am not i don't say i'm a fan i res, i respect him as an artist i just really don't like his voice talking about white rappers mac miller his mac album is dope yeah. i i love it. he's a great artist i just personally i just don't like his voice and then the song certain stuff is not in key so just me it's just naturally i just can't listen to it i'm not saying it's bad i'm just saying i just it's just me yeah but that album, you could you could sense that he was like he yeah. poured his heart into it. Yeah. Stuff like that, I like. But but going back to the whole like what we were talking about before, like with the whole Eminem thing, mm -hmm. I feel like that album is really going back to what I say, just super okay. Like mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of stuff. And and talking about the flow, I've always wanted I wanted to mention that since you said the flow doesn't change. But this album, I feel like his flow has changed. His cadence to it hasn't, because he still does that. So how do you, so how do you, so but I don't think it's flow change, but, but flow, what do you think? Flow for certain songs has he has adapted the new wave to what an song? extent. Um, I gotta find it in the album. But there's certain stuff like um, there's certain stuff that you could tell like. I mean, if the beat is slower, it. he has to rap slow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But he I'm expanded just, it because certain so like a lot of his albums is literally the same cadence. Staccato. The same. So like so yeah. there's the one, but that's like, two, that's more three. Cadence wise versus flow. Like he's on top of the downbeat. Yeah, but being staccato is more of a cadence for me versus a flow. A flow is okay. more like where how you how you say the yeah. How the cadence is how you say the words, not like mm -hmm. you get what I'm saying. Like it's, it's hard to describe it. I, and I think he's sped up a lot of his flows recently to show you yeah, I feel like that he just, can still rap like, yeah, but so it's like, just for, like the song with Jordan Lucas what's the name of the song Lucky uh, You Lucky, Lucky you. you that's the only one I like he snapped. on the album he snapped on that song so here's another thing too like I change it at the end that's the bad part in the middle the comes on yeah no not cause when he the starts, beat changed no when he starts it's fire he yeah. does it but then it gets my whole thing is with Eminem it just gets too repetitive for me it's just like okay that's fine okay. I mean that's a preference that's a personal okay. preference yeah. okay but it's like in the song like the first song He's talking a lot. He's saying Did you a lot like of Rap God? Did I like what? His song Rap God. Rap God? That song is, uh, if I, I, I have to hear it was super again. long and it was feel like a rap god, rap god. That song is just fun to say in the car with your homies. Yeah. When he's like, uh, oh, that was cool. I just well, I just thought like that I thought like Lucky You was kind of a, like a small. He did a little bit of that flow on yeah, Lucky he You did, he did. with Jordan Lucas, okay. and Jordan Lucas snapped on that. Yo. They both snapped on it. Yeah, nah, they that, both snapped. Like good. that song alone was just like, all right, yeah, okay, you can still rap. The thing with me is that um, 
for me, when I'm listening to Eminem now, my new mindset with him is just I want to find songs that have like a pleasurable listening experience. Mm -hmm. So like I'm gonna start listening for people that actually the song, the ringer, the opening track. I think I, I like I like Lucky You, like she said. Mm -hmm. Greatest is that greatest. The song is actually my favorite one. Mm -hmm. I like Fall, but all of them like have a you know his flow. It, like I said, it's not that flow that we're talking about. Like it's mm -hmm. something entertaining. Yeah. But like there's some songs in there. There's this one. There you know the nice guy, good guy mm -hmm. thing. One of those songs opens with one of the most horrific. Like sat like this girl, it's a girl singing on the track and she opens up like yeah, screaming. screaming yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's just I don't like I, I could skip it in five seconds. If I could skip a song in five seconds, there's something wrong here. Yeah. Like it's just I Yeah, so let's 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 get into the topic that we really want to talk about today. Cause I think Eminem has inspired this topic and it's talking about negative energy, right? So overall we're talking specifically about his flow, we're talking about him, his skill level and you know, him being a vet in this in this thing and coming back with a project like this after such a really really bad critically acclaimed project um before this he has used what has what he's actually used in the beginning he's using it all over again which is his negative energy right um now um admittedly so he admitted it on the project this project really is a project going at crit critics of his revival project right um now and then I, I think what's happening now is that he's using the negative energy to actually help him make records that he's used to making. Right? Yeah, that's 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 because that's, that's he, it right there. He came into this game. He's used to making. He wasn't like Fifty where he was like dissing everybody, but he came into the game fueled by negativity. I feel like that's yeah, what bump the with. Slim Shady EP. He's, he's talking Slim about Shady. Like, killing yeah. people. Killing that's people. Talking about his with. mom. Kim died how many times? Kim died so many times I, in this song. I didn't song. even know how Kim looked. I had to Google Yo, Kim. Yo, Kim is beautiful. I'm sure. No, she's she's not like... Haley's gorgeous too. His daughter's gorgeous. His daughter's gorgeous. Ask MGK. Yeah. <laughs> like straight up. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Somebody dropped something on that. And we, we got to this whole thing without talking about MGK, which was a fire response. Yeah, it was a fire. Thank which you very is, much, well, hold everybody. On. Yeah. It was Thinking. a fire response, but honestly, MGK is still kind of irrelevant. MGK is like the definition of irrelevant. He's like, he's that like guy in the room Facts. that's like, word. Anyway. Like Eminem. That's me. That's me. In the the, yo, this guy. Yo. I'm not going to take credit for this, but this guy on YouTube said um, the needle drop. Anthony Fantano. Anthony, you know that. No. no way. No way. But he's like this dope. Uh, yeah. Celebrity, <laughs> but um, he said this thing, if MG, which like kind of like made me sad because it's true about MGK. If MGK at had the numbers that Eminem had at his lowest point, that would be the peak of MGK's career. That's the truth. And I, now, here's crazy, the thing: it's man. now JC would appreciate this as my basketball fan. I don't know if you were watching basketball when LeBron was beefing with Lance Stevenson, not Lance Stevenson. Well, Lance Stevenson, but even um, on the Wizards, the dude with the, the did this. Um, uh, oh, that's definitely not. Man, there's another Stevenson. Wait, wait, anyway. say it again. Wait, say it again. He does. You can't see me. He's John, John Cena, bro. Uh, no, no, that's no. But he got. I that was like, John that's Cena. John Cena. But he did. Um, uh, it, he was on the Wizards, bro. He played with. Um, he played with Hibachi, dude. I can't think of anything. This is wait. This is like when LeBron first started getting to the playoffs. Anyway, it was, it was at the time when LeBron was still growing up and he was still like, people were saying like, if you keep mentioning these dudes, you're giving them life, right? Like Iggy with Nikki. Exactly. Well, even a favor even, if he addressed him. Yeah, he shouldn't. He yeah, even Cardi. Him. Like, even though Cardi's like really like soaring right now, Nikki's even making her Popping go more. up to another level by even. Chilling. Yeah. And, and anyway, but so having said that, my point is, is that, man, like. MGK was never 
ever mentioned in the same conversation with Eminem, other than, oh, he's white. That's it. That's he's, it. He's a wild boy, right? Yeah, but here's the thing. If she said that like five times know, before the podcast started. That's the only started. song I really Just know to let you guys, just give you some content. You've been saying that for the past <laughs> MGK is, he can rap, bro. He can rap. And and Eminem has given, given him a platform. Yeah, Eminem did give him the platform, to be honest. They're yeah. all they're both feeding off the same thing. Yeah. Because MGK is feeding off the negative energy. Mm-hmm. He's with the whole G Easy beef and how mm-hmm. he had relations with G Easy's shorty. Yeah, with whatever. AKA, we don't get into rumors. No one cares. Like, <laughs> honestly, as celebrity wise, in my head, everybody's for everybody. Yeah, I'm not so with whatever. the celebrity drama, uh, but. Yeah, like. It's, yeah. No one cares. <laughs> yeah. Like so so like let's 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 turn this and let's try to learn from this whole negative like vibe that Eminem kind of started up. Okay. Um negative energy. So some artists are at their best when they feed off of the energy of choice, right? Um and now Eminem's obvious obvious energy of choice is negativity, yeah. right? It's now what I want to talk about today is how to turn one how to first find what it is is your sweet spot as an artist and two how to turn that into great music right so we're going to use eminem as a reference point to be able to learn how we can do this in the studio how we can use this tool of of, of studio and production to be able to create music at our best because we all agree you know revival what's the name of this? that's the name of the last project oh uh, yeah revival that was probably the worst, his worst part. No, no question. No question. Okay. Now that and and then that was. It's not like Eminem was trying to be positive on that project. I think he was trying to be commercial on that project. And I think it was a slow. It's been a slow kind of turn for him because of the success of Love the Way You Lie a couple albums ago, and the way he's been getting a lot of these sync licenses with video games. He's he's been selling a lot of music to video games, commercial like they use Smart. and movies. Smart. And that's why even Venom, he, real I heard he did that song way before the idea of this project for the new Venom, Venom movie. So because of that, Eminem has, he, he was already turning into a commercial artist. In two ways though, because he was rapping on trappies and he's also putting Ed Sheeran X and Basses on the song. So yeah. it's like in two ways. So it's like, it's weird. Yeah. You know? I, 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 it feels labely though. It feels like the yeah. label tried to make him turn that corner. But it, to me, Eminem... Eminem's energy has always come from discourse in his life, whether it's his personal struggles with with um, with with um, drugs, or his personal struggles with, with women in his life, Just with everything. and in personal struggles with other artists and beefs and things like that. And Eminem hasn't. Fifty was way more known for beef than Eminem was back in the day, but it seems like Eminem also doesn't have. He's a battle rapper, so he doesn't. He also doesn't have a problem but doing with that Eminem, too. Eminem, it wasn't really beef. It was just negative, like. Yeah. We didn't we didn't have beef with Kim, but we know he killed her. <laughs> yeah. Like you get what I'm saying? Yeah. We so had no saying, problem with she's her. She's still alive, by the way. But, but you yeah. get what I'm saying? Like yeah. 50 was like, oh, you in the corner. I don't like you. Eminem just like, well, my shorty back home, I killed her. So um, mm-hmm. what's up, guys? Like it's just <laughs> like, all right, <laughs> okay, yeah. Eminem, relax. Uh, I just want to say that um, never mind, I forgot. <laughs> you just had a job. brain fart. Good job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. awkward. I just want to say I forgot what I had to say. Yeah, I know, right? Quiet too, low key. Uh, I just want to say, I'm gonna bring the energy down and I'm gonna, leave it there. See, that's negative energy. Yeah. I had no beef for him, but he just brought that. <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> so like, I'll say, I'll say this: when we talk to artists, um, a lot of times what we do is, you know, and rarely we don't always have the benefit of getting 
to the artist at this early stage. So I always tell you artists, hey, if you're looking to work with a producer, please get with them in the early stages. Don't just call a producer after you have the whole song written. And then the producer says he doesn't like the song or she doesn't like the song. Build with the person. Build, build. Like get in there early. Like before you even have any of the music thought about yet. If you have a thought about doing a project or thought about doing a song, hit us up early. Like hit, hit us up early. So, you said what? I'm like, please. Hit please. Us up early. <laughs> yeah, because here's the thing. Like you want to frame the music around the idea as opposed to framing the music around something that's already set. It's almost like making pancakes with a mix that's already like it's already made. Or like you buy the frozen pancakes from the store. It's like you're not. What's the need for a pen? Like to, you just put it in the I, microwave. I agree with that to an extent. Like, and I'm only saying that because other artists will be like, "Well, well, you told us to be prepared." You get what I'm saying? So it might be confusing because we're literally saying build with the producer, but we're telling you to come with something. You well, so here's the thing: it's a two different contexts. So like, when I, when I say build with producer, I mean like at the pre-production stage. When we say come with something, usually what I'm talking about is when it's time for that particular phase. So after the song is written, after the song, after we've already, let's just say we're working on the artists yeah. that we're doing everything with, because sometimes we work with artists that are just coming to record. So if they're just coming to record, well, by all means, bring what you need to bring, be prepared, memorize your lyrics, and then come to the studio. But if we're working with you, we've already worked on the song already, already. so we need you to be prepared when you come to the yeah, studio. Yeah, I'm just saying that for clarity for the artists. Yes, just so they know, yeah. yeah. That's a good point, because they may not, they may get confused. Like, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. We're talking about different phases. Different, different phases. Artistry. So pre-production, what we want to do is that we want to get in and we want to do a brand brief. We want to sit down and talk about the project and the style of music you want to do, the energy that you're trying to bring. You want to talk about love? All right, let's talk about love. Let's look at color. What's some colors that reflect love? Yeah. What are some sayings that you say when you love somebody? How do you feel? What do you, what do you, what is your perspective on it? What kind of sounds and movies do you watch that make you feel like you're in love? And then we want to put a project together. It's awesome how that goes from, goes from that to a project. That, it's amazing. Yeah, and it's and awesome. It's, 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 it's great. And, and. That's actually the reason why I do this is be, is literally our, our whole slogan is creating ideas, uh, making ideas a reality, into a reality. In, yeah. into a reality. So w it's the amazing thing about creativity. You're taking something that's not there and you're making it physical. And essentially we're arranging and assembling from things that already created, mm -hmm. right? Which is an amazing thing. But that's all we do. Builders, we build, we build, we build with artists, and yeah. so let's let's talk about that energy, right? So, as an artist, ultimately, when we talk about a project, right, we're talking about putting together a vibe, <laughs> right? It's a vibe. We're putting together a vibe. In the building. And what you don't want to do as an artist is get away from what you vibe with the most, and yeah. and so let's talk about how to find that vibe. Like, so as a new artist, right? You know. We got Psy in the building, right? We called him his rap name or whatever. Yeah, that's not the full name, but it's yeah, not just for the sake of keeping me safe. Gangnam Style? Gangnam Style? No. Psy? So this is when you come in the room? Should we press something? <laughs> I'm like, he, well, he was here the whole time, right? He came I in. I don't know what right, he was doing over there. Let's note this. He came in twice. Mm -hmm. The first one was he forgot. The second one was he wasn't Gangnam even style. here. Mm -hmm. All right, third strike. One more. Come on. You were here for the whole recording. You don't know his rap name? Psy? Mm -hmm. I called it by short. Yeah, we're not saying the whole. You can't say the name right now. Oh. It's, it's, remember on the on the song, the guy and talking then, to you. Inside. And then, <laughs> and then I say the name. Remember, you like that part where I say my name <laughs> on the song. He says it like twice. Side. He says it twice. 
Wait, I'm so confused. Yo, right, moving right, right along. He's, he's so, not in the building. He's not in the he building. He left the building. Enter number, enter number three left Let the me building. Let know when you get back from <laughs> Yeah, Don't so anyway, the he's in the building. And uh, basically, you know, we're getting the benefit of one of our interns, developing one of our interns into an artist, into somebody that is learning his sound and his style, right? Now, in the beginning, it's all about throwing stuff against the wall. Like with, in, with Eminem, he had hella mixtape mixtapes before he started. He landed his big deal with Interscope and Dre, right? He had a lot of time to figure out what kind of rapper he was gonna be. You know, you know. Have you heard his old stuff? Yeah, like Infinite, before Slim Shady EP, all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So listening to his lyrics and listening to his energy back then would you say it resembled what he was doing when he first released his first project and the eminem show and, like and his de- debut album yeah i think the the reason i like the eminem show because it's like it's um well i'm talking before his debut before? like before his big break does it reflect what he was doing when he was big yeah. you, you know when he wasn't big so what the, when you compare what he was doing with his mixtapes and before he was signed to when he got signed how would you how would you chart that evolution? Do you think it's a huge difference or do you think he was still always doing the same stuff? I think it was like he was doing it, but it's just like, it's like the same thing. I, I use Kendrick as an example. Like he's, you know, when he's talking about stuff, he's talking about issues and stuff. He just got better at what he was doing. He just mm-hmm. increased, he just improved on it. You know, he, that, that doesn't mean he was talking, like he was talking about crazy stuff and now he's talking about crazier stuff. Mm-hmm. But he just got better at it and he was also able to, you know, when he's talking about putting gerbils in a microwave, he's also making, he makes it a catchy song. So it's just like he kept doing what he was doing, which I like, which I really like, but he just got better at it. Mm-hmm. So he could be accessible to so many people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, great. Good, good assessment. And, and I, I agree, completely agree with that. Like, Eminem was always Eminem. The only difference is that I believe once once the right people got around him, they enabled him to continue doing what he's doing on a different level to the point where he is able to be able to cultivate the fan base that he was able to cultivate. And, and also, because um, I know the two uh, projects that he put that Chris was referring to, Infinite and Slim Shady EP on Infinite, he was kind of doing this like spiritual, lyrical, individual, yeah. lyrical, all that. But there was no, there was not no, nothing crazy, no Marshall Mathers LP stuff. Mm-hmm. And then on the next one, he was doing that spiritual lyrical stuff, but he was also doing. He started getting a little like you know edgy, mm-hmm. and then it just kind of like he just formed it into this like crazy thing where he's just he's doing all this stuff and he's good at it. You yeah. know, he's doing yeah. lyrical stuff, but he's also talking crazy mm-hmm. and he's making catchy songs. Mm-hmm. So that's what he was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so basically, I mean. Eminem has always made catchy songs, obviously. He's always made, you know, he's even sang a lot. Like, even from the beginning, he sang, he sung. He found the blueprint for what what he, what he works for him. Um, my advice, you know, to artists that are starting out um, and trying to find their sound, trying to find their message, trying to find their vibe, <laughs> for lack of a better term, is you got to do a lot of experimenting, you know. Um, and a lot of times, just like at Eminem, you may have already found it, you just didn't have the platform yet to be able to do it to exercise and it. exercise it to the point where people can be able to latch on to it, right? Um, like earlier in the podcast, we just talked about Kyle, right? Um, which is, you know, Sam's uh, one, one uh, used to be her favorite artist. Um, and we talked about how it's a little different now. You know, he's a little bit more commercial now and it's not as, it's not really as um, impactful to impactful me. to you but you're like a super fan so like yeah. you're considered like a Kyle fan before people knew who Kyle really was before like the rest of the hip hop yeah, world like, uh, Love Days like, from before that I, got, loser? I have that album tatted on my back actually 
on my rib. The beautiful loser album. Beautiful album, right here. This on is my what rib? we're talking about here, like, guys. Right here. A tattooed. Damn. Like, and I got it tatted in 2014. That's what I'm saying. It's real out in these streets. Like, yeah, she's a real. Like, I'm a fan, and I'm still a fan. It's just I'm just not as, as heavy. And I'm not saying Kyle's lashed off or he did anything wrong. Like, he's doing what he's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I feel. Like yeah. he's he's getting there. Like I'm really proud of him. I don't even know him, but I'm proud of him. Yeah. But like, it's just, and that's cool. It's just not, I'm just not as Google Gaga off of what he does. It's just like dope. Like keep doing it. But. You guys are both going through similar stuff because you're a huge Eminem fan. Yeah. And now he's not necessarily doing. Well, I don't. Th- I don't think. I, I think he's doing yeah. something that's like working. For yeah. Him. But Eminem, I don't. Yeah. Think he's, I, don't I feel like it's worse for you. <laughs> okay. I feel like it's more of a God be lack of a better word. For I feel like. <laughs> Is more of a hold on for Justin. It's more of a disappointment. Again, oh, came out again? again. You said it three times. Oh, I didn't even. <laughs> what did I say? Tristan, that's what you said. That's oh, I said it? <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't. I don't know. Just beep it out. I don't care. Like I thought. I thought you messed up the podcast. That's why I was like, really, bro. Like I was like, what are you talking about? Because I'm just tired. Like we already stopped. We don't say intern names here. All right, whatever. When they're hired, they get the name. It's a right. big deal. You remember. Right. I don't. You remember. I don't. I when just, they get their name, that's huge, bro. The thing, all right, so I feel like the anger for intern number one is more Four. of a... About, yeah, one, Number sorry. one, yeah. yeah it's yeah. more of a disappointment. <laughs> I hate you guys. You know what? My conversation... No, no, I'm laughing I'm because no, I said four. No, it's, it's not even about you. Nothing. It's a clip. It's I'm, a clip. Last, I'm laughing because... I already got a text. I'm listening. I said four. I said nothing. I'm listening. I know, right? About snow music. Yeah. Nah, but you was making a good point, though. I felt like you were going somewhere. I felt like I was. No, I was laughing because I said four by mistake. Yeah, and then the gas ran out. I was going somewhere. Gas ran out. Anyways, I was saying. No, I felt like, no, I really felt like for, for intern number one, it's more of a disappointment thing with Eminem. For me, For me, it's more of a, it's like a cool friend. Like, yeah, do your stuff, but I just don't text him as much. Mm-hmm. Or we just don't see each other as much. It's more of a, I support them from afar, like, yeah, win. Like I want you to do what you're doing. It's just I don't I don't call you as much. It's like that kind of relationship versus yeah. I feel like for intern number one, it's like a what happened to you, bro? Yeah, yeah. like like we was mad cool. Like what what that's happened, bro? Like that's really the difference. I feel yeah. like. Yeah, and and I think I'm glad you said that. Because it's like I see him in the hallway in school and he's just like at, wilding out. Yeah, just, like I don't yeah. even know you anymore, fam. Yeah. While and, my dude is being a scholar. And the only reason why we really can't chill is because his mom's bringing him to like meetings with professionals, and I'm like, cool. Mm. <laughs> mm. It's 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 a relationship, yeah. You know, and and I'm glad you guys put it out like, there like that because yeah. when an artist connects with you, it's like they're in a relationship with you, literally. Like your favorite artist or artist that you really dig, you really like, they're actually in a real relationship with you. And artists. Please take this into account. You're actually listening to people that create music, which also we're fans too. Like we yeah. love who we love, and when who we love disappoint us. Is I think the reason why Enter Number Four is going through this issue with Eminem. Enter Number One. Enter number One. One. Sorry, I'm keep four, right? Four. No, you're, no three. you're three. I'm three. Uh, Who's four? four is this on the boards one. right now. No, hell no. Four is Enter Number equipment. Four is off shit. Enter Number One. I'm, I apologize. Okay. Enter, <laughs> Enter Number One. The reason why he's going through this is the fact that Eminem was is the reason why you started rapping. Yes. So, you know, they always say like, you know, um, the wounds from a, a a family member cuts deeper than the wounds from somebody you don't know. Yeah. You know, like so, 
anything that he does that is just outside of your your expectation for him as an artist is going to be it's going to be something that is you know uh a big deal for you you know what i'm saying um it's going to be something where it's just like yo like you know why are you doing this to me you're you're now something different than what i actually loved you for you know and sometimes and we listed a bunch of artists that has kind of taken that journey gracefully where your fans kind of go with you yeah. and then there's sometimes where your fans is like i ain't going there that's the hardest part about like you know trying to embark on something new like trying like when you're putting out like you know because when people put out a new project and you can tell like how they're promoting it something different yeah i can tell like I, like i can just sense how nervous they would be about yeah. that like because that could you know like you could lose so many fans in the stage and you're like trying to you're putting all your effort into it and you're losing these people that should be supporting you just because it's like it's something they can't you know, the sad part is like we as an artist you, you never fully know either you until it's already out yeah. mm -hmm. so it's like uh you guys like it yeah, you're making listen. Moment, as like. an artist, you're making bets. It's like controlled bets. Like you're you're making bets on yourself and you're making bets on your fan base. And when you don't when you don't I, I would say this, the artist that I know that has made that transition gracefully. I got gracefully, one off the top of my head. Well, who is it? Kendrick. Kendrick. Well, I, mean, I don't feel like he transitioned. No, but I I think he reinvented himself from what? Because like no, because are you gonna? Because like to pimp a butterfly, just take one song off. Like take Wesley's theory off of to pimp a butterfly. I'm naming mm -hmm. songs now, and then compare it to like Mad City. Mm -hmm. Like, but because like in Mad City has a lot of songs like that on it. But I feel like to pimp a butterfly yeah. was a project Not that sort of like. And then damn is nowhere near. Like damn is nowhere close to near. Uh, I think like in damn terms of the same came style. Back to Mad City. That's where yeah. damn is actually more comparable to Good Kid, Mad City. And pimp a butterfly is one of those projects where he's like. I'm gonna reach outside. I think that's what Eminem tried to do. Yeah. Revival. I think that's what he tried to do. It just wasn't I good. I feel like for Kendrick, I don't feel like he evolved. I feel like he's matured. He just wanted to be more artistic with it. You I know feel I mean? like he's just, he is who he is, but he's just maturing in what he is. So he's kind of just stretching. Mm -hmm. Versus Eminem's just like, I'm gonna try something totally, totally different. Different. Yeah. Reinvent myself completely. Mm -hmm. And, um, like Miley Cyrus did that. She reinvented herself, whether it was negative or not. That's a switch up. And who? Um, which one? Going back to what Kendrick Lamar did, right? Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily him being reinventing himself, being totally different. It's still a you know black man go, going up in the hood and coming, still rapping about that, and still using his influence around him. You know, growing up as in the '80s, he still listened to jazz music. He still listened to all that. Now he's just putting everything in one go, and it's not reinventing himself. It's just like showcasing him and who he is on even a wider audience. Yeah. That's what I think it is. Yeah, I, I think his sound is still the same. Like, if you can't play Good Kid, Mad City, and you play Damn, like... He's a DJ. Yeah, it's, he's just maturing. Yeah, it's just an evol uh, evolution. I see what you're saying, but I, I would say would, would you, longer... Would you, would, longer how about... How about um, longer I, I don't know, because he only has three projects. I, I feel like... Oh, do, you, do you think maybe Chance would be an example of that? No. no. Chance is no. He's just, he's just right. I feel like Rihanna... Because, like, like, Acid Rap and Coloring Book? That's what I'm saying. Well, I then, then again, Acid Rap... I don't acid rap connected with his fan base, but really like the coloring book was like really most people's introduction. Because the thing is, I to, rock with acid rap chance. and coloring book. I think they're both great. But it's yeah. like, is that just coincidence, or is that cause, like, cause, and he's not really changing up his sound? They're not the same project though, yeah, yeah. at all. And I think it may be just because you just like them both. Just yeah. you just like them both. But I, I think honestly. I'm glad you brought up Chance because Chance just came on the scene. Really, like, not like worldwide, 
he really just came on the scene. Like, it, it, it was funny. Like, I bumped into him two, three years, three or four years ago at South by Southwest, and he wasn't Chance at all. It was actually, the, you know the room where we were at where we got the Jan Sports? Yeah, that's big, where I bumped into him. The big room where the we got the, the back book bags. That's we where I bumped into him. Oh no, we didn't meet those there. I no, that was downstairs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Upstairs. upstairs. And where we met the Flash. Where we met the Flash. The Flash. Yeah, the same floor, but not that. That wasn't the room, but yeah. The same area. Yeah. Okay. Hold on, you met you met Ezra Miller in that room where we got the. Yeah, I met the Flash. Oh, I met him down the hall. But anyway, whatever. That that neither here nor there. That's where I met Chance. Is that same room where we got the Jan Sports, like right oh, at the door, at the door. And oh. Nick was with me. Shout out he to Nick. He told me this is great. Yeah, and and he literally walked in, cigarette in his ear, in his ear yeah, um, hat, whatever. He was he was with a girl, whatever, and they and they was just chilling, and they was came in, and like I didn't know who he was. I just stood up next to him, and then Nick was like, "Yo, this Chance the Rapper." I'm like, oh, word. And we were just talking about him like a week or something before. I was like, word, yo, what's up, man? How you doing? And then when I said, what's up, then everybody started coming around. He was just like, nah, man, I'm just chilling. I'm just walking around, whatever. Anyway, that was the time when, you know, he had that first project out um, and nobody really knew him. It, it was a um, it was a project with his face on it. I can't Ten yeah, it's, all of them had his ten day. Oh, the blue, the blue background. On a side profile, it was like a you know drawing. You know what's fire? I saw this thing on Instagram. Um, for his three projects, the first one is him looking up to the rap game. The second mm -hmm. one is him staring rap game right in the face. Oh, and that's kind of cool. Now he's looking down on that's cool. uh, coloring. I thought that was. That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. I like that. Oh, the first one you talking about? The one with the blue background. Ten day, yeah. That's yeah. So that that chance wasn't a chance that people were really because nobody knew him. He I was like there and one. nobody that really knew dope. who he was. That was honestly one of my favorite albums by him. But here's the thing: the reason why I brought up Chance the Rapper is the fact that he's in when he was in that space when I met him he was he was still kind of in the space of like I don't really know what I'm doing or why, what people feel from me but I'm gonna try things and he was trying things and a lot of our listeners are in that space and I would say that's a great space to be in because you have the most freedom in that space it can feel like the most awkward and the most uncomfortable of spaces but actually that's actually the space where you you know no pun intended but that's actually your coloring book like that's actually the space where you you get to really like play with colors play with vibes that's, play with yeah, feels that's the space where it's like i'm not that it's safe to be that it i feel like that it's safe to be uncomfortable yeah but how would you address like yeah. fear? Because I know like a lot of artists, right? When when they don't know their sound, that means they're starting out, right? And they're like usually worrying about like, oh, if it's gonna flop or not, will I lose a lot of money? How would you address or overcoming you know, that fear of losing? Well, first of all, he had this in his head though. Hold on, no, 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 and that's great. No, I think it's, because <laughs> yeah, that's what good. a lot of artists talk yeah, about when they're here. Like you know, you know, obviously we're not free. You know, studio time costs money. Um, production costs money so I understand as an artist that's paying out of your pocket how you feel like yo I'm making a bet on myself and I don't want to miss I don't want to I don't want to um, I don't want to waste my money right I always say this to artists and it's, it may sound a little condescending or it may sound a little uncomfortable for me to say it but the truth is is this right you're not investing this money to waste it you're never wasting it the answer you get may not be favorable to you but it's still information like, think about when you start a tech company, right? You, you raise all this money, you get all these thousands and thousands of dollars for an idea, and the idea flops. Well, you invested it in yourself to get an answer, right? You got your answer. It either worked or it didn't work. As an artist, 
you got an idea, we're going to make the idea work and we're going to give you feedback and we're going to try to make that idea the best we can, but we don't even know for sure what's going to be a hit. But when it comes out, whether it's a hit or it's a dud, you got your answer and that's what you paid for. You paid for an investment in your development because whether it's a failure or a triumph, it's information and yeah. information is always good. Like it's always a good thing. When I when I started this company, when Sam decided to completely change her future, when you as an intern decided to join us and give your time, you as an intern, you as an intern decided to do this, you in, you're investing your time and your money to come here every day. You're taking a bet on yourself. Yeah. I took a bet on myself. I spent thousands of dollars in the studio. I took a bet on myself. As an artist, you took a bet on yourself by spending money to be here, not to fill our pockets, because you're still going to get a dope product. Whether your fans like it or not, it's still information for you to use to move forward. Yeah, it's either a positive or it's a lesson. Like It's, it's know, a lesson learned. Listen, any artist that you interview right now that's your favorite artist, you ask them about their early stuff, and they almost 100% of the time will tell you about flops, like several early in their game. But... You ask them, okay, if they didn't have those flops, where would they be today? Even like, Dave Chappelle gets got booed off stage. Off stage. And Dave yeah. Chappelle, I feel like he has the comedian thing down to a science. Yeah, Dave Chappelle is probably like the goat right now, in goat. my opinion. In no my, matter, I feel like I agree. With I don't that. think it's Kevin Hart. I mean, that's another just start, just story. But I think yeah. Dave Chappelle is like he the has goat right uh, now. he has it down to a science. He can walk into a room and he automatically does it but naturally. No, no shade on Kevin Hart or anything like He's that. He's too Kevin Hart for me. He's Kevin Hart in every yeah, single but it's, thing. All right, that's but fine. It's Let's it's not even go there. Like, I don't even want to go. But familiar, talking but, about that, it's, but I feel you. He like, put he put himself out there. Kevin Hart's dope the thing too, is, like, and it's it's as humans, we always want that safety net. Yeah. But and this is honestly also me talking to myself because that's when I. It's just what it is. If if you need the safety net, then this is just not for you, and that's just mm. what it is. If you need you need to go out there and you need we to need do to clip it. that. It's true though. If already, if you need yeah. that safety net, then. That's then it. it's not for you, because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like for me, and this is this is what I've what I've I'm this, and I'm still going through. I still kind of need a safety net, yeah. but I'm trying to get out of it. When I started the internship, I literally just dropped out of college, had nothing. I was living in Pennsylvania with my mom, not doing nothing, because I didn't have friends like that. And I literally, right, Chris, and I dropped everything. The same day he said I want to intern, the next day I moved in with my grandma. Dropped everything I was doing, all this other stuff, because I wanted it that bad. And the only reason why I still didn't intern for those two years is because it was still that struggle. So I'm not saying, as an artist, you're not going to go through the struggle of being sure. comfort, because I still go through it. But I, I, honestly, I have a job now because I need the money. I need, I need something right now. But at the end of the day, for me, I eventually have to let that go. And as an artist, you have to let that go or it's not for you. It's either play play or it's for real. No, That's risk, the only risk difference. Taker. Risk takers are the way makers. Like, yeah. Risk takers are the ones that change the world. And, exactly. And if you're not in it to take a big risk on yourself, like, then it's remember, not for it's you. not on us. It's you didn't do this for me. Yeah. None of y'all in this room did this for me. I did this for me, and it provided a platform for you guys. But I don't. To be honest, you guys are doing it for yourselves. Mm -hmm. Like you're, you're, you know, intern number one, two, three, four. All of you guys are doing it for yourselves, as well as Trap Lord Sam, are investing your time and your money and your energy for your development. And, and part of that is because I got I got two siblings, two younger siblings, and I was yeah. talking to one of my relatives and I was like, I want to be a good role model for them. But it's like, yeah. you got to do good yourself before yeah. you can you yeah. know, let them The role model just can provide the inspiration. Yeah. You're going to be an inspiration to them. You're going to be a place that they always think about. Like when I was losing weight, like 
I cannot, I did not stop thinking of my grandmother. Like I, I kept on thinking about her because I remember what she said to me and she was a form of inspiration for me. But she's, you know, God rest her soul, she's gone. She's not in the gym for me, I'm in the gym, right? I used her as inspiration. So for artists, when you guys come in and I'm glad you asked that question because I get it a lot. You're not gonna find your sound on the first try. You may not find it on the second and you may not find it on the third. But if you believe in yourself and you really think you're a good artist, and we're not going to lie to you. Like, if we think you got something, we're going to tell you, yo, you got something. And yeah. we're going to have to discover it together. Yeah. But if you don't got it and we can't find it. And a lot of times, like Lana Del Rey, I remember she did an interview. Um, I believe it was, I can't remember the producer's name, but the, he was a, a hip-hop producer, actually. And she went to to produce her record. And the guy said, I can't do nothing with you. I really don't know if this works really now we all know Lana Del Rey. She had a really dope few first couple projects, and she's kind of doing. I don't know what she's doing now, but she had a dope run, right? And it's not the fact that yo you're bad. It's the fact that maybe the producer and you just don't vibe. Like it just it just doesn't work or whatever. If you believe in yourself, you're gonna invest the time and the money and the energy into yourself, and you're gonna learn how to find that energy that you provide to music, and you're gonna get it. But you gotta give yourself the chance. You gotta give yourself the chance because if you if you're sitting there scared, like we had one artist, obviously remain, remain nameless. Every step of the way was this big worry, like of like, are people gonna feel this? People, gonna, oh, you know, I think I know. Yeah, and it's just like, yo, man, like, no, 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 no. Um, that was one too. Yeah, that one was one too. But that was a little yeah. bit more easier. Yeah, yeah, not that one. Yeah. But but basically. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah now every I got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, you don't know. Oh don't my know. god, no, oh, every. God, you remember okay. that? Yeah. Now you know I know who I'm talking about because it hit me. Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. No, no, nah, no, 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 no. Because we still respect these art. Like, you we get respect what I'm everybody. Like we respect nobody's perfect. Even I'm not perfect. Like I yeah. spaz on sometimes and I, I I say things I don't mean or whatever. But you know, this artist was an artist that's been trying to do this for a long time and you know, um the artist was very, very what's the word? Like this was a science project yeah. to the artist. Like it was like every step of the way was like, yo, this is my baby. And one thing that I and I probably said on the podcast before, but I was her first project? Sorry. It was what? Was it her first project? Uh it's not a her or him. I feel like oh, it's it's, it or I feel it's like an I know I feel I, I'm not You know who I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, you do. Okay. And yeah, you so, know. You, yeah, you don't know. He he, he, he wasn't around. He the one who said her, he doesn't know. We just. Yeah. <laughs> I, the only reason why I'm sure he said her is we work with a lot of female artists now. Yeah. So that's yeah. So. That's, anyway, it's 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 whatever. It's the artist's name or, or who the person is isn't relevant. What's relevant is the fact that you know it 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 doesn't need to be a science project. It doesn't need to be something that is so stressful you know and don't get me wrong anything creative it can get that way like any creative will tell you sometimes you have those projects where it's just stressful but you'd rather it be stressful because you're fighting for the creativity as opposed to fighting for success because nobody can actually you cannot especially if your success is built on whether people like it or not you're always gonna fail because there's gonna be somebody that hates it Doesn't, no matter what and you know what's crazy I feel like the prime there are people in the world that don't like Lauren Hill I know that sounds crazy yeah no no, no but it is it's true I feel like there's I feel like the prime example of that is um six nines and let me tell you why oh god um, that's hold a major on. This, this is why this is why I'm saying that is because he I'm sorry saying him because he over exaggerates it so it's just obvious to bring out he deliberately does not 
give a crap about nothing. He'll go in the booth and be like, let's just drop it. He does not care. And everyone thinks it's fire. And everyone feels that. I don't, really want no I, don't, I don't even like it, but I'm not gonna lie. I went to a, I went to a little get together yesterday. Draco got that good dick, got that that that. And only because it was oh, so man. like. like no, nah, you cannot say that. But whatever. the only reason no, I'm, I'm not only, going there. But it was a party though. It's a different. It's a different, it's different. vibe. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna put it on my phone. But if I hear it in a party, I'll be if like. If it's got the hi hats, if it's yeah, got the that's kick, all it is. If it's got but the. But I'm saying AOA. the only reason why I'm saying six nine is because he deliberately does not care and he does whatever he wants on the track and you feel that he that he's chill on the track. Yeah, he's putting out Gummo and Gotti. Like those are two completely different songs. He's putting them out because he wants to. I'm only saying that because he over exaggerates. I'm not saying to be a six nine. I'm just saying because. He's obviously who he him, is. who yeah. he is. Yeah. That's just with no filter. Listen, That's this this like, if somebody like Takashi 69 could develop a fan base and people go hard. So for can him, you? Listen, man. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, look at him. Like <laughs> we don't, hey, we're talking about songs. Man. Look at look just take a look at him. He's got rainbow hair, he's got tats all over his whole body. He's, he's not you, do you think do a lot of people look at him and say, like, Oh, that's a really nice looking dude? Like if you <laughs> if, well, if you would have nice asked young me gentleman. a year ago, I'm telling you right now, a year ago. If you would have asked me who's going to have the better career, Takashi or Cardi B, like, who would you have picked? Like, I know hindsight is twenty twenty, but, like, think about it. Yeah. Because I wouldn't, because, like, they're I They're totally different. Yeah. Wait, Cardi B or Six? Yeah. They're not the same, but I'm just saying, like, they're, in the beginning, like, the very beginning, when Cardi first, 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 first did, I'm going to start rapping, and then 6 9 came on with that first record, like. Yeah, I would have thought 6 9 had a better career, in my opinion. It's crazy, right? Because to me, to me, it's crazy to say this, but I think Cardi actually got more talent than him. It's weird. Like, it, like it's I don't know. to me, I they they both were on their way to being like maybe a one-hit wonder, My, like if that. It's hard for me to say the word talent, and I'm not saying because they're not talented. Because let me give credit to what it is. Cardi B could perform her face off. She was fully mm. pregnant. And I was with it every step of the way because no other person will do that. Six o'clock in the morning, she's fully pregnant. She's working. She's grinding. She's doing it. She's talented. She's a great performer. But when I say as artistry, she has a great brand. She has a great team. She has a lot of people supporting her. That's I feel. So it's hard for me to be like, oh yes. No, no. This this is hindsight. You're talking about now, but I'm talking about like. A year ago. Yeah, a year ago. Like, I, I can't like say Cardi B talented either. Just, yeah, nothing happened even... yet. Because the thing with me is that um, the even way I feel the way I feel about Six Nine is different from how I feel about Cardi B. Because when yeah, Six Nine, it's different. no, but for me, uh, I think it's gonna be a different point. But like for mm-hmm. for me, when Six Nine started putting out like you know Gummo and then the song after that, song after that, I was kind of I kind of had a mentality like he should just put out some fire songs. But the second that that buzz that fire starts dying out, he's gotta stop. I don't want him because he's he had a he's had a he's red hot right now. It's yeah. not, there's no question about it. That's debatable. He's, he's, so it's like nah, the, he's se- up there. the second that starts going away, he's got he's got to quit while he's ahead. Yeah. But with Cardi B, I think I think Cardi B, to be honest with you, would be in it more for the long run. I think she would have more longevity. Yeah. I kind of agree. I kind of agree. That's when what it I comes think. To yeah, I just I just think that there's there's, there's something that's a artists. gimmick, and then there's yeah. something that's like yo. Like they're creating a lane. Like yeah. I don't think Takashi's creating a lane. That's what I agree Six with you nine with. ain't having no discography. He's not having like seven I eight albums. Lane, I agree with you. She like, I think she Cardi, created a like, whole lane. She's they fought created a for whole it. Lane like she for fought her. for yep. a lane. Yep. Like, like she like when you hear her voice, she has a heavy accent. And that's the other thing too that I really like about Cardi. Cause I get a, I just had an artist actually has a heavy accent 
and was fighting to sound American. And I'm like, yo, you're not American, though. You're not American. Yeah, too, but not. I'm not That's talking about her. One. I'm not talking about her. <laughs> I'm like, yo, you're not American. Like, be who you are. Yeah. Like, people are just going to have to conform and respect you. If you put out good music, if you got great lyrics, and you bring the energy and you're authentic, people will love you. Like, there's gonna be a fan base for you. Don't try to be something you're not because that's what people like. That's what you think people like. Like this artist was literally like, like, very like just got here, like just got here from overseas, like like four months, and was like trying to sound like all the way American. And I'm like, you barely speak English, and yeah, and I'm like, yo, like. One of the biggest pop stars in the world, Rihanna, still sounds Bayesian. Like, she's, she, she still makes great music, but she still sounds Bayesian. They tried to make it sound American, but... It didn't work. It didn't work. She still has an accent. I mean, we say cool. that in every one of our podcasts, though. If you try to be someone else, you're you always going to be second. Like, you can't. Like, just, yo, just be yourself. And I know it's hard because we don't like ourselves, you know? And, and same thing with me. Like, yeah. when I make a beat or I, I feel, I, I still get anxiety letting the artist hear it because I feel like they're gonna hate it, you know? And I'm gonna feel like I wanna stop doing this, you know? Yeah. But the truth about it is, is your, that's why music is so amazing and art is so amazing, is that it's it's your expression. And going back to the topic of what you're talking about, yeah. um, we, so we mentioned negativity and how yeah. negativity makes to create music. And we're not gonna say negative. I'm not gonna say negativity because negativity is such a bad word. Like it's it's negative. It's a negative yeah, word. But, this, but we're we're basically saying if you are you, be it to the fullest. Yeah. Eminem was him to the fullest. You got what I'm saying? Lauren mm -hmm. Hill will be her to the. F you got what I'm saying? So yeah. that's basically what it is. So if you feed off of, which is I don't even want to say this. Like, if you feed off of that energy. Here's my thing. Here's, but here's like, my thing. You get what I'm well, my thing is this. Like, <laughs> no, there, that's why I want to talk about it. Yeah. Like, there's, there's, there's people that have that feel like they do art because of out of responsibility. Yeah. Because I was just watching this roundtable the other day with it was uh, real quick. It was Samuel L. Jackson. It was it was um, uh, Hollywood Reporter. It was also um, Will Smith um, and a bunch of other really high level actors, right? And the difference between Samuel L. Jackson and Will Smith is that Will Smith feels like his acting and what he brings to the world, he has a responsibility to put out good and fulfilling stories to the world. Samuel L. Jackson was like, yo, I love violence. I yeah. love I love watching like all of these like movies where so get killed. So it's Western movies. He's like, yo, I'm gonna I'll act on whatever's dope. Will Smith is like, I didn't want to do the Django because it was just about violence. I wanted to tell a story that's about love. I don't want violence. So you have two people that, one that's just like, yo, man, I'm out here to make dope memes, yeah. movies. And another person is like, yo, I'm out here because I want to change the world, you know? So my thing is this. I would always say this to artists. What you put out there, you're going to get it back. Mm, that's it right there. That's it. And <laughs> Kamikaze, yeah. he put a lot out there. Out there and he's getting something He's back. getting it back. Now, now here's the thing. From a music perspective, people are like, yo, praising him. But he's still getting a lot of negativity back because of the things that he put out there. But here's the thing. His reputation has always been as such. So him doing it now is almost like, yo, Mike Tyson bit somebody else's ear off. Oh, yeah, he be doing that. And honestly, you know, and yeah. honestly, that's so evident that you say that because everyone he dissed, it's like, yo, Eminem dissed me, bro. Yo, Hobson had a video. Hobson, Lil Yachty was like, like, I'm good. Yachty was like, that's by dope. This. Even Lil, Lil Dan, yeah, Lil Dan was like, that's fire. Like, People are honored Eminem by dissed this. me, bro. Eminem dissed me. 
I'll be hyped Hobson too. was like, he thinks oh, I'm a part of I would pass out. Like, Whoa, <laughs> like, if he me, you talking about her. If he dissed me, I would, I would, you would never see me again. You're right. No, <laughs> like, um, I made it. What you gonna call it? So like, like you said, whatever you put put out, you're gonna get back, right? Yeah. But um, we had this one client. Um, I don't want to say his name, but can you I don't say, say his name? Don't say can his I say name. what he was associated with? No. What? What? Yeah, it depends. It was a, like a TV channel, international member that came. Oh yeah, yeah, interviewed you, right? So, oh, Jin. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, you can mention Jin. Okay, so yeah. Oh, shout out to Jin. Jin. Shout out to Jin. Yeah. Um, I remember MTV, when you told MTV me Asia. that, like, you know, when his first project came out, right? Everyone mm-hmm. anticipated it to be so good, so great, and mm-hmm. he said he worked really hard. All right, I gotta stop you. I'm gonna put you on blast. I and mean, this is a long podcast, but what did you ask him when you first saw him? Are you a rapper? Somewhere? <laughs> I love it though. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's cute. Like it was it's amazing. Because and I go outside and be like, yeah, you know who Jen is? And, and you, you I know have Jen. To, yeah, I know Jen. So you know, you know, you know how know he Jen. reacted to it. He loved it. Like he was just like, he doesn't know who I am. Yeah, I, of course. He's. I love it. I love it. I love Jen. I love. I love but him. a lot of people don't even know who Jen is to be honest. Well, I mean, yeah, because what's one oh six in Park anymore? Yeah, that's the thing. So, but yeah, I'm sorry. Finish your point. I cut you off. And okay. So yeah, so you you know, yeah. a lot of work, blah blah blah, but it's still flop, yeah. right? And but you just said, no matter you know whatever you put out, you're gonna get back. But you didn't get back. Well, you're you're. T- I think you're taking it a little too literal. Yeah. I, I didn't mean he. When I say put out, I mean like if you if you want to put out negativity, and you just want to be like a Takashi or or even an Eminem in, in the beginning, and you just want to like diss people and be hateful, because you know even with XX, you know I mean God rest his soul, like. He did that in the beginning. Like he put out a lot of negativity, and people was coming at his neck. Like, people liked it though. Okay. There's a lot of people that liked it, yes, but then there, it was a lot of people also that was coming at his neck. Was so you raising your hand? Go yeah. Ahead. All right. So bringing back to what you said that mm-hmm. he gave out and he didn't receive, I think he did give out and he did receive because at that time in Jin's life, that's when he became a Christian, and that's when he changed his. That's when his life changed, and he was giving out that he was a Christian. Before that, he was very rough rider, all this other stuff. So he did give out what he received. He said, I am different. I'm proclaiming who I am. And a lot of the world doesn't like that. So I feel like he did give out and he did receive what he gave. He gave out. This is who I am. And honestly, as a Christian, when you decide to be a Christian, you have to come up with the fact that people are just not going to like you because you are what you are. And I feel like that's exactly what that album did. Whether it flopped or didn't flop or whatever, that's exactly what he gave out. So Well, you're talking about... He's talking about his first project on Rough Riders. Oh, on Rough Riders? Yeah, that project. But that's different because at the first time you don't know, like people don't know you. So it's going to yeah, be iffy regardless. Yeah, yeah. You have no credibility. So you can't well, really Well, yeah, do well, that. people did know him. Like he was famous for ra- yeah, battle rapping. Yeah, but off of battle rapping. That's the thing. I, but not it's not off of artist. A artist. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, and so it's and two he, different spectrums. I think, well, he admittedly, yeah, he has had interviews about this and he talks about like where his head was at at the time and everything. And I think, I just think there's a lot of reasons why I think it flopped. I just think that they were kind of pushing him as a gimmick and I think that's what they put out there and what they received back is a gimmick yeah well people said yeah you're a gimmick so I'm gonna take you seriously yeah so people people just love the fact that yo there's this Asian dude and we never seen nobody like him and he's breaking down all of these black guys and beating them in battles why do you think people like breaking stereotypes so much (laughs) that's an inside joke (laughs) that some of you guys may know but like yeah I mean but but at the time I think Jin, Jin is very He's a dope artist. Like he, he can write anything to any beat. It's yeah. just the fact that I think he was never actually, uh, at the time back then, wasn't developed enough to actually learn to, t- 
turn his skills into music. Yeah, and working with Jen, and yeah. I've worked with Jen. I yeah. love Jen. And when I'm the first conversation I had with Chris, honestly, Jen was brought up as one of the artists that I just like. But I've worked with Chris. I mean, I've worked with Jen. He's a he's a rapper. Yeah. He's not really an artist artist. He's a rapper. We've yeah. came up with stuff from before, like his last mixtape. We've come up with ideas constantly in the beginning. The final project was him spitting. You get what I'm saying? So it is. Yeah, so he's a rapper. Like, that's just yeah. how he is. Yeah. Aren't, aren't artists, I mean, rappers artists? No, but he's a rapper. He's a rapper. rapper. Spitter, he spitter, just spitter. wants to spit. He does not yeah. care about anything. He's like, like, yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah, let, let's do that. But I'm going to be over here. Let me just write this right quick. And you you figure that out. And let me just do that. That's literally he's a how Jin is. So, he, so like, you know the difference between like a street ball yeah. artist and street ball, like, talent they dribble they dribble they cut you up oh you fell down and they shoot and they miss a shot (laughs) like there's that and then there's nba so like you know what's crazy i I thought it was dope analogy because like in when you're in street ball you can't do the stuff that you're doing you can't nba you can't when you're to like make it big if you're spitting underground you're spitting you can't really do that you can't exactly that's great i just thought of that yeah no no you're fine like no, it's, no, it's I'm, actually I'm jen and i used to talk about that a lot in the beginning when we worked together like he was like yeah that's kind of who i was but i had to learn how to be an nba player you know like be an actual artist and he actually is he is this man is very creative i just don't think anybody's ever given him the chance to be that's like bars because giving him the chance to be able to develop on that level, but he has like he's putting out he's put out projects since that whole Rough Riders thing that actually done well. He just never in the beginning was given the opportunity to make music. Like I feel like he used to work with he worked with Kanye in the beginning. Why? You know, like um, Kanye produced a record for him, but yeah. it, it wasn't it, it just it wasn't he was never able and had the space in my opinion to actually be an artist. Like he rapping is an art form, but an artist is somebody that can literally. Put an emotion into music, you know what I'm saying? So anyway, we're going pretty long on this podcast, and it's just fun. It's a fun topic to talk about because you know we love Eminem, we love rap culture, but we also love um, the fact that we can use these artists as examples of ways that we can channel mm-hmm. energy into creating music. It's the it's the it's the funnest thing we do. Honestly, <laughs> you know, correct grammar funnest. Yeah, funnest. it's not. It's not. It's, not did, correct. it's, it's, a, vi- it's a vibe. You just gotta it's a vibe. Just go with it. <laughs> just go the with it. The funnest is in the building. Gets so the people going. Just keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> Ball so hard. Exactly. So, um, y'all, check us out, man. Come by. Check us out. Uh, jarockin.com, J-A-H-R-O-C-K-N.com. And on IG. Yeah, on IG, J-A-H-R-O-C-K-N. That's at J-A-H-R-O-C-K-N. Check us out. We love you guys. Love y'all listening. Share the podcast. Uh, it's going to be available everywhere pretty soon. Uh, check us out on our website, our YouTube page, as well as Jarockin. Oh. Everything is Jarockin, man. It's so easy to find. Uh, so, love you guys. Check you guys soon. Peace. Bye. Bye. Bye.